Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Of the Bill Michaels Show on this Wednesday, getting you ready for the NBA draft coming up tonight. Uh, the Packers back in the practice field. Going to hear from Matt Lafleur coming up here in just a little bit, and then in addition to that, uh, coming up tomorrow night, six to eight, you got the Bill Michaels Huddle that's presented by Bud Light Seltzer. So we're going to get a lot of a lot of Bucks talk, Packers talk, uh, all coming up as uh, that that portion of the season is upon us. Uh, one of the interesting things. That we found out, and this was just uh, just recently, as a matter of fact, um, came out uh, a little bit uh, a couple days ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, but uh, former Detroit Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson, once again in the news that uh, are for reasons that are not a positive reflection upon his stellar career in Detroit. Uh, in an appearance on the All the Smoke podcast. Former NBA players uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes. Johnson then gets on there and tells the uh, group that he used to want to play for the Green Bay Packers during his Lions career. He even claims to have told Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers about it during games between the two uh, the, between the two rivals. Uh, he, uh, he he said, "Look, uh, you know, I I, I would have loved to have played there." Would have loved to have played with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Wish he got to play with and Aaron Rodgers. Wished he got to play with Megatron. Didn't even need a full uh, second to think about it when he was asked, you know, uh, about who he'd like to play with. So those two guys, boy, can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers, who uh, at one point tried to recruit Calvin Johnson to join the Packers, can you imagine if Calvin Johnson would have joined the Packers? Think about that. Holy mackerel. I mean, Calvin Johnson, a terrific, terrific talent for the Lions. And, you know, they being a rival of the Green Bay Packers in the AFC North, or NFC North, I should say. He's one of the greatest wide receivers in league history. With what, just his sheer talent. And Johnson said that Rodgers would tell him, hey, man, you need to come over here. Johnson would then reply, hey, I wish I could. Because that's what it's like playing in Detroit. In his nine seasons, Calvin Johnson was arguably the most dominant force in the league at wide receiver. He missed only nine games over his career, put up 731 receptions, 11,619 yards, and 83 83 touchdowns for his career. And it's no wonder that Aaron Rodgers wanted him there, given how dismantled uh, 
you know, they were throughout uh, his career. In 16 career meetings with Green Bay, Johnson had 90 catches, f- almost four, a little over 1,400 yards, 15 touchdowns, the most scores he had against any single opponent in his career. And the notion of Johnson playing beyond 2015 season uh, is already a great what-if scenario in league history as he retired, still producing like one of the best in the league. However... Uh, if he'd have hopped across over to the division rival in Green Bay, that would have been even more of a game changer. As he has been brought up numerous times, the Packers have never drafted a first-round wide receiver since Rodgers arrived. Yes, they've got plenty of talented players, but nobody of Calvin Johnson's talent and pedigree. You have to wonder if Green Bay and Rodgers would have added uh, to Titletown's trophy case had Calvin Johnson actually been in the mix. Unfortunately, we're never going to know. It's still fascinating, but uh, Calvin Johnson had retired. You've had some people in Detroit, Barry Sanders being the most notable, where they've just said this: "This stinks. What am I getting out? What am I getting beat up here for? Because this stinks." You're yes, a paycheck. You make money. You come into the league. You make money. You get that second contract. You're all in. But after a while, and you're a veteran, you've made your money. You want to win, and the reason you walk away from the game is because the game's not fun anymore. It's work. It's hard work. And you know there's nothing at the end of the tunnel. That's what it's like playing in Detroit. That's what it's like playing in Cincinnati. That's what it's like playing for some of these other teams that consistently, year in and year out, they don't go all in. They don't They don't put it forth. That's That's got to be what it's like playing in Washington. They've got a storied history there for the Washington football teams. And Daniel Snyder is a train wreck. For a long time, it was playing that way in San Francisco until they've had a recent resurgence. You know? But think about this. Out of all the teams, the Jets, that's another team that stinks. You know? Think about this. The Chargers, they were a team that was every year was on the come, and every year it was a disappointment. The Broncos, they've recently won a championship. The Raiders were a laughing stock for a long time, and they've had a resurgence. But even they've been recently, within the last couple of decades, in a Super Bowl. Kansas City's just won one. But Cincinnati and Cleveland have been the Siberia of, of bad football players. And even when Cincinnati got decent under Marvin Lewis, they could never get out of the first round of the playoffs. They just toiled away in anonymity. The Houston Texans have been to the postseason. They haven't won a championship. Tennessee Titans, you got to go back years before you even look back before the movie, uh, um, what the hell, with uh, Tom Hanks. I can't remember what the name of the movie was. But when he was on the island with Wilson, that's where the reference for uh, the Tennessee Titans actually getting in. They were one play away from getting to the Super Bowl, from winning a Super Bowl. That's how long it's been for them. The Colts, at least they won one with Peyton Manning. But the Jets have been a bad program. The Dolphins, for a long time, have been a bad program. And then there's the Lions. Everybody else has been competitive. The Bears at least been to an NFC Championship game. That was against the Packers back in 2010. But there's some teams, there's three or four teams, a handful of teams, that just stink. That guys are just like, I I don't want to be here. This is not a winning culture. This is not a place I want to be. And Megatron was one of them. Said, you know what? What am I toiling away for? But can you imagine if he would have said, "I just want out. I want to be out. I want to be forced out. I want to be. I want to be traded. Get me out of here. Send me over to. Uh, send me over to Green Bay. 
First of all, they would never do that. He would have to go someplace else first, and then after that, um, probably find his way in after a one-year deal or two-year deal or whatever, find his way into Green Bay. But there's no way that Detroit's going to trade him away to a division rival in Green Bay who was already beating their butt. That just never would have happened. But, yeah, can you imagine what would have happened if uh, Megatron would have ended up in Green Bay? Ooh, doggy. Holy mackerel. Uh, 855-830-8648. When we come back, going to hear from Matt LaFleur, head coach for your Green Bay Packers. And a reminder, again, tomorrow night, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. And if you don't get it, I highly recommend that uh, all you got to do is go to radio.com and download the app, and you can listen to us there. You can listen to us at BillMichaelSports.com. That's BillMichaelSports.com. And listen to the live link, 6 to 8 tomorrow night. Uh, Andy Herman and Ross Uglum of PackerReport.com going to be our guests on the Bill Michaels Huddle presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good flavors of cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com. That is BudLight.com for all the details for all the flavors and everything that they have to offer. Really, really good stuff. When we come back, head coach, your Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur. You're going to hear his Wednesday presser next on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michael's show uh, continuing on. Hey, here's something for you. Uh, New York Giants coaches Joe Judge and Mark Colombo got into a fist fight this morning. Got into a, now, Mark Colombo is the offensive line coach. And uh, punches were thrown. Apparently, Colombo whooped his ass. And then then Judge fired him instantly. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, how about that? That's how bad things are in New York, that the coaches are beating the hell out of one another. Think about that for a minute. Holy mackerel. You don't see that going on anywhere. Holy moly. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn Auto, they want to buy your car, and they've got, look, they've got a great deal going on right now. They've got their summer summer holiday sale going on right now, and it goes on, by the way, through December 5th, through December 5th. So uh, check out VanHornAuto.com. Everything you need is right there at VanHornAuto.com. They are family-born. They are employee-owned. Everybody there has some skin in the game, and uh, they've got, uh, you know, your services, uh, you know, of the utmost concern. So check out VanHornAuto.com. Again, that's VanHornAuto.com. And see for yourself. They've got uh, good people over there, great vehicles over there, and all huge selection because they carry so many different brands. But, again, VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Matt LaFleur, who did not get into a fistfight today with any of his coaches, uh, met with the media just a little while ago. Let's listen in. There you go. That was Matt LaFleur a little bit earlier today and just kind of breaking things down and, uh, you know, going over the injuries. And he never got into a fisticuff with his uh, staff uh, either. So, yeah, if you're just tuning in out of New York, a couple of the coaches got into it. And uh, next thing you know, one's being fired. Uh, so the uh, the Giants coaches, uh, Joe Judge and Mark Colombo, Mark Colombo being the offensive line coach, 
went after the head coach, and next thing you know, uh, Judge uh, fires him instantly, and they ended up coming to fisticuffs, but uh, gone. That's how bad things are in New York. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, what's going on down in Indy. Dan Dockage. Dan is a terrific guy. He does some ESPN radio down there, 93.5 and 107.5 FM, plus the ESPN college basketball analyst. But he's in Indianapolis. We're going to talk with him about the Colts, a little college hoops as well. Stay tuned. Dan Dockage, up next on The Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Friends, people of homeowner interest, uh, businessmen, businesswomen, those who own industrial, listen up. Uh, and you've been doing it. Uh, I don't need to announce it in that particular fashion. But uh, our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right, uh, Sean and the gang have been doing great work all throughout the state of Wisconsin. And I can't say it enough. Uh, they did some work for me at my house. And it, the, my gym turned out great. And I've seen showrooms. I've seen, seen garages. I've seen uh, kind of rec rooms. Uh, I've seen industrial work at uh, a couple of loading docks and bays and such, and even in uh, some giant, uh, big warehouse, spacious freezers that uh, they have done work. So, look, if you're looking for epoxy flooring, polyurea coating, different colors, finishes, whatever it happens to be, and they warranty it for life, get a hold of our buddy Sean over there at epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. And, uh, and and go there and check it out. If you're looking for anything like that, give them the opportunity because they're right here in our own backyard. Local business. Continue to support local. And uh, a reminder, they do fantastic, fantastic work. Dan Dockage, uh, host of 93.5 and 107.5 FM down in uh, Indianapolis at the fan there. Also ESPN College Basketball Analyst. Uh, boy, I tell you what, that game, what that was an impressive win that the Colts had on Thursday night last week. Best game they played since maybe beating Kansas City last year in Kansas City. They played great. I was actually at the game. I went down there to see my daughter, and I'll tell you this. Um, they played defensively in the second half. Their corners were outstanding. Derrick Henry got 100 yards, but Derrick Henry get 100 yards against the 85 Bears. I mean, I get all that, but their corners were fantastic. Colts have made some good moves. Xavier Rose as a corner has been terrific. Uh, T.J. Carey as a corner has been terrific. But the whole thing um, relies on number seven, the quarterback. He has been really good. He was really good against uh, the Titans, and he has been really bad, uh, Phillip Rivers. And, frankly, um, the defense is terrific. The run game, for whatever the reason, has been fairly non-existent, and Rivers has been off and on. If Rivers on, they're a tough team. The criticism nationally for Phillip Rivers, the arm strength, the accuracy or inaccuracy, I guess. Um, so you tell me, is the criticism warranted? Yeah, well, the arm strength for sure. He's pretty accurate. Uh, like when he throws the ball, you know how the TV angle is. You assume it's going to be thrown pretty well. The problem, and this is what we all thought when he came in here, Bill, we thought that, you know what, this is a guy that makes a big mistake in the fourth quarter trying to force it. Um, and you'll see the arm strength, you know, when you watch a guy, I don't know, Justin Herbert or someone like that or Mahomes or, or your guy Rodgers, I mean, that ball fires out of there. Uh, Rivers, it doesn't. But he has been pretty accurate. It's just, you know, we all sit there and we wait for a third or fourth quarter interception that's big. And, you know, it hasn't really happened. But there's absolutely no doubt that when you look at his arm strength and you look at it as compared to, you know, name a quarterback, 
it's not nearly there. So he's 16 years. He got you know 17 years. Got to get you know guts, guile, that whole thing. Um, and he, and for the most part, he's been pretty good. Look, this is people forget. This is a six and three team. They lost to Jacksonville inexplicably to start the season. I think people kind of forgot about him, but. This defense is good. Uh, Rivers has been okay, and a couple wide receivers have stepped up. The uh, Yeah, you still got T.Y. Hilton, and when you look at uh, some of the guys that have stepped up, you talk about Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, I mean, all those guys, uh, very solid. Jonathan Taylor we're very familiar with as well. Taylor in that backfield, talk about him both as a runner and as a catcher. He's struggled. You know, he, he, I've talked to Frank Reich yesterday, and they're so high on him, and people – you know how the world is now. You're supposed to, after a big career, and everybody gets to see you at Wisconsin. You're supposed to come in and dominate. You're supposed to come in and be a combination of, uh, you know, Gail Sayers, John Brockington, and Walter Payton. You know, but he's 21 years old. You know, he came out early. He's, he's figuring out a different run scheme. Um, he's going to be fine. The, 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 the thing that you know most Colts fans have said is, look, uh, we haven't seen that four-three speed. You know, and I don't think that's Jonathan's fault. I, I think that's a little bit of play calling. He, 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 and. Naheem Hines kind of share the role. Hines got on a roll last week, so they went with him more than Jonathan. But, but look, look, great kid, as you guys know better than I. Uh, Going to be a terrific player in the league. Uh, he's just a guy figuring it out. It's as simple as that. It's amazing to me, man. Somebody made the comment to me the other day, one, an NFL guy said, you know, Dan, more quarterbacks uh, are destroyed than are developed. And I'm not so sure that's the same thing with running backs. We expect the guy to come in here. And like I said, be a combination of greats, and and he he'll get there. He's just you know he's just not there yet. Talk about Frank Reich because we give so much credit to Matt Lafleur, the creativity of the offense, the movement, the flow, the motion, and sometimes it doesn't look great. But Frank Reich seems to have this innate ability for play calling and to keep his team in a flow of a game. And he it, to me, he was the perfect guy where Philip Rivers ended up. It may not be pretty all the time, but Philip Rivers seems to at times flourish in that offense. Do you see it the same way? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, look, it hasn't been a great offense. In fact, the national narrative that our offensive line is one of the greats in the NFL just simply isn't true. Does a great job pass protection, but the the run blocking has been awful. So they, so to your point, uh, the other night, you know, he went to a little reverse. He he went to a reverse when he had the ball in the twenty. Michael Pittman, I thought he was going to walk in the end zone. I mean, he got stopped on the one. Uh, Frank Reich is innovative. He's not afraid. I mean, he'll go for it on fourth down. He went for it on fourth down five times for crying out loud uh, against the uh, against the Titans. So you got to at, at different times you're going to have to play four down defense, not three. Um, but no, you're right. Sirianni, the offensive coordinator, and Frank Reich, they were Rivers. They were together in San Diego. They were very comfortable. It was the guy the Colts wanted. You know, they were looking for a quarterback to replace Jacoby Brissett. There were a number guy a number of guys out there. Whether it was Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, hell, Tom Brady. Uh, and Andy Dalton, but they they focused because of relationships and because of fit on Philip Rivers. And you know, um, six and three, they haven't played the toughest schedule. This is a gauntlet for them. The Colts they they played Baltimore late in the egg in the second quarter, played our second half, played, played a fantastic game. I thought all the way around against the uh, Titans, and now we'll see. As you know, I mean, the Packers are amazing because of how consistently good they are consistency is hard in this league, man. And I, and I look at the Colts since they've had uh, Peyton Manning, really, even with Andrew Luck, they were consistent in the end, but during the season, very up and down. And this is an up and down team. So tell me defensively how they go about slowing down some of the motion and some of the things that Aaron Rodgers and company do. I mean, I really like DeForest Buckner, uh, Justin Houston and company, who they picked up from Kansas City. 
But uh, do they? I mean, we're very familiar with Xavier Rose. I think he's a tremendous corner. But do they have enough to be able to kind of slow down what it is in your eyes? What uh, what Matt Lafleur com- and company bring? It's going to be interesting. Uh, this is a very fast defense with very fast linebackers. Uh, Darius Leonard goes side to side. He's a three down linebacker that that can run with anybody, and and so is Walker. Those guys play and they play well. Um, but as I've said on my show, look, the thing you got to do is, you can, in my opinion, in this game, you can't let it come down to you're up three, you're up four, you're up two, whatever, and Aaron Rodgers has the ball uh, with a minute and a half, two minutes to go because you're going to get beat. The corners, as I said, they have been terrific. Buckner has been very good. There's a kid in the middle, and I always think this. I always think, and, and Aaron Rodgers a little bit different, I think, because he can really obviously move and get out of the pocket. But middle pressure, I believe, is important. And I'm, Grover Stewart has been a godsend uh, in the middle of that defensive line. He's a guy for Packer fans to watch. I mean, if that dude plays or, or, or can dominate or what they call it, win at the line of scrimmage, the Colts' defense is much better. Houston, very active. Buckner, you know, he came as advertised. He's big. He's strong. He gives great push. Uh, linebackers are very good. Safeties are okay. Uh, there's a rookie back there, Julian Blackman. Uh, who has made big plays. And you know what happens when a guy makes big plays, right? Everybody thinks he's great. But as a defensive, right. long-time defensive coordinator told me, he goes, man, he's had the ball thrown over his head. And as a safety, you cannot have the ball thrown over your head. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But the defense is pretty good. Really good. There you go. That was Dan Dockich and uh, joined us a little bit earlier today, uh, the host of 95, or 93.5 and 107.5 FM, the fan down there in Indianapolis. And uh, gave us a lowdown on both uh, the Colts and a little college hoops. If you want to hear any of the interviews, we had some good ones today, too. Dan Dockich was one of them. Uh, you can listen to that complete interview along with Bruce Levine, 670 The Score baseball analyst, talking Cubs baseball and also baseball in general. Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts running back and former Wisconsin Badger. He uh, gave us a buzz earlier. Marcus Camby, the former NBA center. And Austin Gale, the associate director of content for Pro Football Focus talking uh, the best in the nfc all of those guys were on the program with us today so uh, go to billmichaelsports.com that's billmichaelsports.com head to the website and you can get any and all of the interviews and all the segments of the program if you choose to do so right there at the website uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up and tell you what's coming up tomorrow on the program as well. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers are getting ready to face the Colts. Wide receiver Alan Lazard has been taken off IR, back on the active roster after missing the last six games following surgery for a core muscle injury. We spoke to Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari who says he was confident he could remain in Green Bay and still be the highest-paid lineman in the history of the NFL. The likelihood of them trying to walk away from a player like me at the position that I play is very unlikely. Now, although his contract is worth $105 million, Bakhtiari says the deal he signed leaves enough cap money to re-sign many of his teammates. It doesn't hurt them on a down cap year, so they can focus on important people to retain, like Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King, Jamal Williams. 
all the other guys that could be restricted or unrestricted free agents and potentially cap casualties across the league. That's Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Hey, reminder, if you're going to be uh, watching maybe the NBA draft tonight, you're going to hunker down. Don't want to go out and go to the grocery stores. Uh, continue to support local. Uh, I preach that so much. Got a lot of great local restaurants. I do uh, what I can. Our great friends out at Sloppy Joe's, uh, the brisket and such out there. Those baked beans are fantastic. You know, I was mentioning Curly's Waterfront before. Our friends at Social House, uh, Dan Della and uh, the staff out there. I try to do everything local for them. Uh, Stenny's downtown, one of our fine sponsors. Uh, I'm going to try to get some carryout from my buddy Gino this weekend. I'm, I'm doing everything I can uh, to try to continue to support local, even though they're extending face mask mandates and COVID numbers go up and such. And, you know, uh, it just, uh, it's just, it's a tough time right now. It's a really tough time right now, but continue to do as much as you can uh, locally and try to support as many local businesses. Uh, if you can do it. If you can't, I completely understand it. Don't feel bad if you can't, but if you can, do what you can. Do what you can. Uh, like our friends at Quick Trip, if you're looking for a meal and you really don't want to go to the grocery stores and such, stop at a Quick Trip real quick, run in, grab one of those take-home meals, take it, heat it, eat it, you're good to go. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Use those Quick Rewards cards as well. And uh, maybe, who knows, you get some uh, get some additional cash off at the pump. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to talk about the NBA draft tonight, uh, the Bucks' place in it. I'm going to talk about the second-round selections. Uh, insider Eric Name is going to be joining us. Also, we're going to get back onto the Packers' trail. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette going to give us the latest from up at Lambeau. Uh, we got fantasy football tomorrow, too. Kate Majuk is going to be here. So uh, we're going to talk with her, and we're going to look ahead and get you ready for a very tough place to play the Badgers and Northwestern. Jay Kokorowski is going to be joining us tomorrow on the program as well. And as always, reminder, tomorrow night, Thursday night, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com. Andy Herman and Ross Uglum from PackerReport.com will be our guests tomorrow night on the program. And then don't forget, immediately following Green Bay and Indianapolis. Coming up on Sunday, it's the Green and Gold postgame show on many of these same stations. And if you don't get it, I encourage you to download the Radio.com app. That's Radio.com app. Get the app or just simply listen to the programs. Go to BillMichaelsSports.com. That's BillMichaelsSports.com. Good one today. All the interviews, Dan Dockage, Bruce Levine, Marcus Camby, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Gelb, Austin Gale, all of them. All of those interviews, go to BillMichaelsSports.com. That's BillMichaelsSports.com. Enjoy your night. Enjoy the draft. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, time for us to go. Have a good one. Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.